for Lickin' On Lending. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' On Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call in line is 646-716-4972. Now here's your host of Lickin' On Lending, David Lickin'. Let's begin. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. It is November 8th, 2021. We're ready for another Lickin' On Lending podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. This podcast is created by mortgage professionals. It is for mortgage professionals, and we're so grateful to have you as our listener. Again, our commitment is to bring you timely information in an audio format that you can listen to anytime and anywhere. We talk about timely information. We've got Nick Blinky join us, Chief Revenue Officer for Surefire at Black Knight, recently acquired by Black Knight. So we're going to be really looking forward to this interview. I had a chance to get to know Nick at the conference. We sat down there for a while. And it's a great story here. And more than just a great story, it's a great product, great company. You know, we're going to be talking about some of the trends. We're talking about some of the forecast declines and revenue in refinance volume. What are others doing? What are the strategies lenders can employ to have success in 2022? It's already November. Starting to look to 2022. So Nick's going to give share some of that information. He's the chief revenue officer. So responsible for revenue. I think he's a good guy to go to. And obviously, Black Knight saw value in this company. They acquired the company. So we're going to get into a good interview in the Hot Topic segment. So stay tuned all the way through to the second half of the podcast. Excited to be a part of the Industry Syndicate, industrysyndicate.com. Check out all of the podcasts that are there and as well as listen to them. Check them out. Podcasts are becoming a major thing. We talked about this while we listened to Malcolm Gladwell at the conference and how he was riding the subway and riding in and saw everyone that used to be reading papers now having their earbuds in and listening to something. What are you listening to, he asked. Well, I'm listening to a podcast. So he created a podcast, and it is taken off and does very well. So Alice and I were forerunners. We were here at the very, very beginning, and so we're just thrilled to be here with you. I am binging on a new author and speaker that I want to share with you real briefly. Sean Kaur is his name. It's A-C-H-O-R. Google him. It's Sean, S-H-A-W-N, Kaur. And he has a book out there, but it's the big potential, big potential. And go out and download, listen to his TED Talk, listen to his interview that he had with Brene Brown. Brene is one of my favorite people because she talks about shame and talks about how we got to get past moving past shame. Really good stuff. You're going to enjoy that material. But I'm highlighting it. So I've been binging on this, on happiness. And he's a scientist on happiness. Scientist. You go like, what the heck is that? Well, Bobby Nicely, one of my clients and one of the partners in Alcoba Mortgage, sent that over to me over the weekend. And man, I'm so glad he did. Having a great time learning more about the power of happiness, the power of how to unlock your full potential. And it says, transforming the pursuit of success raises your achievement, happiness, and well-being. It says, most people say, you got to be happy before you get successful in order to get there. Check it out. We've got a link in the podcast. I'm enjoying it. Love to get your feedback on that. I want to say a special thank you to our sponsors, the Mortgage Bankers Association of America. Be sure to listen to the podcast we did recently and Mike Fratt and Tony. Also, the Finastra Fusion Mortgage Bot Solution does a great job of helping lenders connecting and creating a positive experience through their platform. 
with the consumer. We talked about uh, CX, UNUX, with Karen Jenkins on October 4th. Go back and listen to that podcast, especially for those of you in the tech world. Got a lot of technology companies, people in the tech world, or inter-tech companies. In other words, you're a tech department, tech company within your company. Love that concept. Or you're inventing new ideas. Check out what some of the things that Karen Jenkins is doing at Finastra and leading their organization into thought leadership and the direction. So check it out. Also, Lenders One and the Mortgage Collaborative, both of these co-ops do a great job of connecting lenders with other lenders as well as vendors. And it's more up close and personal way to connect with your peers. Get updates on what's going on. Also, the Community Mortgage Lenders of America. Grateful for their sponsorship as well as Incelerate. Josh Friend does a great job of connecting lenders with their clients. He has a great, powerful CRM tool that he uses. It's an engagement platform. Check out Incelerate.com and listen to the podcast from June 21st with Josh Friend. Also, Ken Perry has a great product called Knowledge Group. Grateful for him. He and I are also part of a mastermind group called 7A. We were at the conference there I love the energy of this company, the culture that Ken is bringing to his company and also those that use his service. Also, three other companies I want to bring your attention to, Mobility MMI as well as Modex. Both of these companies help you in the recruiting effort. Pick out and get a real data, real data, not inflated data, not embellished data. Well, Mobility MMI and Modex helps you find the right person at the right time to connect with to get on board. And then also SnapDocs. So thrilled to have them as a sponsor. Amy and the group at SnapDocs is just outstanding. We had a recent interview with Bashal there, and I just encourage you to download and listen to that. SnapDocs is one of the up-and-coming companies. But anyway, pay attention to SnapDocs and check out what they're doing. Also, finally, a special thank you goes to Rob Les, Alice Allen, and now Jack Nunner is becoming a co-host with me on the podcast. So it's so good to have you all here. Welcome, everybody, to this week's Licking on Lending Hot Topics segment. We're going to be talking with Nick Lenke, Chief Revenue Officer for Surefire, recently acquired by Black Knight. Always interested when industry leaders like Black Knight acquire a company. What's their thinking? What's going on? And I love what they do. There's a successful company, one that should be continued to be paid close attention to. So always pay attention to the acquisitions they make. They're doing very strategic ones and very good ones. Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Nick about forecasted decline in refinance volume and what marketing strategies the lender can employ to succeed in 2022. Nick, so good to have you be a part of the podcast today. Welcome, my friend. Appreciate you. Hey, David. How you doing? Thanks for having me. Appreciate Appreciate the opportunity, and I can't believe we're talking about 2022 already. I know. It's hard to believe. I should give a shout out to your PR firm, too, uh, Depth PR. Love everyone, Carrie and John, and everyone there is just outstanding. So they're instrumental in getting us to gather at the conference and here. So grateful, grateful to them as well. For those of you who do not know, Nick, let's get into sharing with the audience uh, a brief introduction about yourself. How did you get into the industry and a little bit of your journey here and your career before you started at Top of Mind? Yeah, you know, it, it reminds me a lot of the journeys that I hear from our loan officer customers. The roles that we have in this industry, we're not firemen, we're not police officers, we're not sports stars. So it's always an interesting to see how people get into the mortgage industry. I was actually born in Ukraine. My family was so excited that I was going to be an engineer. I became a software engineer. And like your co-host, Jack Nunnery, telling us about his son, how excited he was when he got into, into cybersecurity. <laughs> uh, they were relieved. 
relieved, right? They're so relieved that I took such a safe path. And then I did that for years. And about six years later, I I realized I'm really attracted to the sales and the marketing part of Mm -hmm. this role, less so the engineering. And it took a big career risk and jumped. And I think you're going to hear that a lot from some of the folks in this industry. They started one place and made a hard turn. Even some folks have been in the industry for 20, 30 years. The origin story is interesting. So in that way, I share a lot with folks that are lenders and and originators. And along the way, I was drawn to sales, through sales engineering primarily, sold products for big companies and small companies, Microsoft, and worked for Visa. And most recently, as you mentioned, now Black Knight. And it's been a really exciting journey. So I like the background from being able to see technology from a lot of Mm -hmm. different angles. And I think that that brings a lot in terms of being able to see the mortgage industry and being able to see mortgage tech with three dimensions having come from other places. I think it does bring a unique background. I think also I applaud you for pursuing your passion because when you find out something you've been educated in and trained in, but then to make a shift, that's that's a bold risk. And it's one that I think that those that do make that shift are richly rewarded. And uh, because when you pursue your passion, I think you pursue your purpose. When you pursue your purpose, I think you really prove it provision in your life. But uh, let's get on into solving some of the issues that we're having today. What was the need you were solving for? And did you stay true to your mission? So when you look at the growth of the company and and where you're going. You had original vision, and then a lot of people struggle when there's a shift. Did you face that? And if so, what adjustments did you make? So David, first thing, thank you for the introduction. You did marvelous in navigating all the brand names between Black Knight and Surefire and Top of Mind. And and I'll I'll tell you, over 18 years of history, Top of Mind has served loan officers and lenders in many different ways. So it doesn't always start the same way. So the origin story of Top of Mind started with helping loan officers remember to reach out to their borrowers. And that was in the format of postcards and sending print campaigns. So if you can go back 18 years, can you imagine that the company that you're talking to today, purchased by Black Knight, was started on print campaigns and postcards, and the evolution went to a full SaaS solution with a CRM component. And the latest incarnation is a mortgage marketing platform. So yeah, there's a lot of turns. And so each time you make one of these types of transitions to the market, you have kind of two challenges. One challenge is to convince your customer base that they're still with the right service provider, You know that you can still meet their needs. So you want to bring your customers along for the ride and top of my networks with their series of Surefire releases, I feel did a good job carrying them forward. But certainly the mission changed because the market changed in 18 years from all that M&A activity. But in the IMB lender sector, M&A has been so prominent that lenders are growing. And as such, they're looking for more complex platforms. I think the challenge changed from how do we serve just loan officers and individuals to how do we serve them and then also have a powerful platform for large lenders with hundreds or thousands of loan officers. David, I think the moment when we really struck the right balance is when we came up with this concept of making sure that we've got these blueprints for success, which are like best practices Mm -hmm. based on what type of lender, what is your focus, are you retail, consumer direct, wholesale, et cetera, and what size. And once we kind of cracked that code, it became a very scalable problem to solve. Yeah, that's very good. Jack, you understand mergers and acquisitions? Nick just touched on that. Okay. Nick, back in July, Black Knight completed its acquisition of Surefire, the industry's most used CRM and marketing automation platform. Why is Surefire a great fit for Black Knight? Yeah, that's a good question. I'll answer it from my perspective. I think as the organization that got acquired and representing Surefire, I would say 
that there's a couple of obvious reasons. If you go look at the press release and you know you see the investment into Surefire, it's clear that it's a strategic investment. So what was the strategy? Is you know that's the question I try to answer here. What's the strategy? Right. Well, in the portfolio of Black Knight's origination products, they have some really strong brand names that they offer. And I don't pretend to represent them or understand every aspect of it. Remember, I came from other industries. But that is on brand, meaning that bringing in a CRM and mortgage marketing engine that is a brand name in the industry, Surefire has been a brand name for 18 years, it makes a lot of sense for a company like Black Knight. They get to bring in something that they know is going to work, that's going to work right away. Imagine, contrast it against their other options. They could come in with a product that no one's ever heard of, or they could try to build their own. But this is one of the industries where I think, I mentioned it before, I said the blueprints for success. Well, you don't really have best practices unless you've been practicing for a while. So it would be a while before they could have a, a product to round out their portfolio. So I think that has a lot to do with it. Yeah, I think they're, they're, the Surefire is a good brand, and it has been around, I think. But it's more than that. They don't buy just something because it's a good brand. It's got to see the integration, which is something mm-hmm. Alan is very familiar with. Alan, let's get over to you. Yeah, so I, I'd love to just ask about integrating. You know, I know right now with any acquisition you've got to integrate to those different products and services sometimes existing interfaces may have existed but anytime that you create that close partnership between your products you always want to enhance there's usually something to get the market first and then there's a long-term plan so would you mind sharing kind of how has the integration been going and and what are you going to be looking forward to as the rest of this year concludes and into next year? Alan, thank you. Thanks for the question. Alan, so there's some pre and post acquisition integrations, so technology integrations. From a technology standpoint, we were already integrated with another portfolio product, Optimal Blue, pricing engine, of course, and then, of course, Compass was already integrated with the Surefire platform. Those integrations helped us to know more about Black Knight and and have already interacted with Black Knight. And if you just go off of the integrations that are kind of maybe obvious from a strategic standpoint, yes, we're working very hard to integrate right now with Empower Black Knight's flagship LOS. And we're very far down the road with that integration. And we're looking forward to making an announcement very soon. But you may have seen in press release the integration to a loan catcher, which is the fully integrated broker product from Black Knight. And that includes Surefire. If you're paying attention again to the press release, that was in July. And this integration was released on September 15th at the NAM show in Las Vegas. And if you do the math there, there's a huge organization like Black Knight staying nimble and doing an integration in just a couple of months. I mean, that's an impressive timeline. It often can take years. And it just shows how Black Knight's let Surefire stay its own brand and identity and and let us stay nimble while joining and enhancing the portfolio. And in that same note, we're also seeing a lot of interest on the servicing side. You've heard in 2020 about obviously the refi boom, but that refi boom also characterizes a major hit to retention for servicers, something to the tune of 18% retention rates, which is unheard of, an unbelievable low in 2020. And as servicers look to figure out how they're going to recover, they're going to have to start marketing. And Surefire is a great tool to start building into a servicing platform and who better than Black Knight to address that problem. That's great. It sounds like you're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah. Alice, let's get over to you. Well, and we use top of mind. So I can relate with everything that you're talking about. And we went through our own iterations of how we used it first and then reevaluated everything. And it really escalated how we use it. And I agree with you that there's a place for it in servicing. So it's a great product. I wanted to just kind of ask us what's in it for the year ahead. I love to hear what's on your roadmap. Yeah, thanks, Alice. So (laughs) the future's bright. I think when we're looking at what our 
customers are asking us to do. I mentioned it a little bit about direct-to-consumer and wholesale, and this has a lot to do with how the market's evolving. Our lender partners are looking for more capability in lead distribution. They're looking for more capabilities in centralized marketing versus distributed retail. They're looking for more capabilities in the wholesale channel. And we're particularly proud of our broker bridge product that we're releasing, which is related to helping wholesalers attract brokers by offering them a a marketing solution that could be complex for them as brokers to manage on their own. Wholesale lenders are able to manage it on their behalf. Those are important from a lender type perspective, what we'll be addressing in 2022. But there's this big push for omni-channel marketing. Mm -hmm. And we've been talking about omni-channel a lot, but you have to wait until your lender partners come back to you and start asking you the same questions you've been asking them. And I think 2022 has been the year that we've been hearing it right back, which is to say email, text, video. Remember those postcards from earlier? Those are back. <laughs> Gifts, all these different ways to reach. All of the above. You want to reach borrowers where they are and where are they? They're at home in their pajamas. So how are we going to go find them there? Let's send them a postcard. And again, it sounds quaint, but the the market has exploded for sending physical goods and print to borrowers as part of an omni-channel marketing program that doesn't yeah. just send emails. Just sending emails is very much a 2020 approach. That's such a good point. We started thinking about the central part of the United States and the postcard still works. We have clients that we, we do a lot of advising. Our last mortgage company was that I was a partner in was 21 years ago, hard to believe. We found that the postcard still works in parts of the country, yet the technology texting works. I mean, texting is off the charts, much more responsive, but does it get about the action? I was talking to another owner of a business earlier, earlier this morning, seven o'clock this morning, and he was talking about the power of text. And it's just, it really gets into that. But I'm interested in talking about the refinance. Jack, you were talking about looking forward into 2022. Let's get over to you with a question. Oh, David, I always keep looking at these origination numbers. So Nick, in 2020, refis were about $2.6 trillion in the resi origination market. And I think the forecast for 2021 is about 2.25 trillion. And then when I look out to 2022, the current forecast number by the MBA is $860 billion. So from 2.25 trillion down to 860 billion, with that forecast decline in mind in the refi sector, what marketing strategies can lenders employ to succeed in 2022? It's funny you ask it that way. I like how you framed it up with the forecast. We like to look at it as more of a refi boom recovery. That's our positive spin on the way that looks. It's not a softer landing. Doesn't that make everyone feel better in that kind of market? What we're looking for is what our lenders are asking us about is where are leads coming from? How am I going to get the same lead volume that I had in 2010? Well, the answer is you're not. So the leads are going to get more expensive. How are you going to make sure that those leads are being properly utilized? Where's your ROI going to come from? So however you source leads in this market, that price is going to go up. If it's advertising, it'll go up. If it's a direct lead purchase, that's going to go up. If it's direct mail, those prices are going up. And what we're seeing is those lenders that are applying more sophisticated prospecting strategies are winning more often. So we polled and we measured our customers in 2020. So I I dialed it back to February 2020. So we're going back to pre-pandemic, pre-boom. And what we were seeing is, unsurprisingly, those that were using automated prospecting campaigns were doing about twice as well from a closed loan volume standpoint as those that were not, those that were relying primarily on relationships and outbound communication only or inbound leads only and responding directly to leads through direct non-automated measures. So what's happened in that last 
year or so, if you look at Q2, Q3 this year, instead of being twice as high performing, those that are using automated campaigns are three and a half times as high performing, meaning that they're originating three and a half times as many loans as those that aren't using automated systems. So what's the answer with the marketing strategy? Implement an automated prospecting strategy. You, you have to. And we talked about omni-channel before. It can't just be get a lead, send an email. That's pretty passe. That's not going to be nearly as effective. You have to have a humanized approach in 2022. And humanized means different things to different parts of the borrower base, but they're expecting to get text messages. You know, they're going to open those up 97% of the time versus 18% for email. They're expecting to see videos. They don't just want to see pre-recorded videos that are highly produced advertisements. They want educational. They're used to consuming That's content through YouTube. They want you to send them a video of yourself too. They want to see you. Who am I going to do business with? From a retail perspective, I can't walk into a branch. All my retail experiences have been curtailed. So you're going to have to send that retail experience to me. And that means enabling mm -hmm. Part of these marketing strategies are to enable loan officers to put their own personality, put their own personal brand into these centralized communications from large IMBs. So you can see who you're dealing with. You can see the face. It's like when I go to David's website here, I see him looking back at me. I feel like I got a connection, right? So you've right. got to have that same type of connectivity with your loan officer. You know, Nick, I think that's such a great point because... You know, those who've been in the mortgage banking sector for a while, we just kind of grew up in this industry believing that mortgage banking was a referral-based business. And there's a paradigm shift happening now with the electronic marketing that really challenges that old-school thought. And I agree with you. You're either going to embrace the e-marketing concept and all of the power it brings, or, or you're going to get left behind over the next three years. Yeah, I mean, so, I guess there's a third option, which is to buy a blimp and put your name on the side <laughs> of it, but not every lender can do that. So uh, and I, I think we know who we're talking about there. So yeah, you hit it spot on. Yeah, so good, which really gets into the whole communication strategies. You know, we're watching the world get more and more virtual. We're going to see where that trend goes. But right now, it seems all the indications are going to be more and more virtual. And I think that I'm of the opinion that it will stay. But how can lenders warm their relationships up with their borrowers in a more virtual world? And all the way around, what's your thoughts, strategies? I think we're going to have to embrace technology in order to do that. And some of these examples are to think about how the borrower experience is changing in a digital world, in a post-pandemic, depending mm -hmm. on the way you look at it. There's a few strategies. Some specific ones, for example, are to look at what you're doing to communicate with borrowers while they're in process, for example. How do I improve their experience? What do I do there? Having educational and engaging content is critical, and it's measured to affect your net promoter score, your referrals, and you got to think about what content they're getting. Are they getting a checklist to show how they're going through the mm -hmm. loan manufacturing process, or are they getting an engaging piece of content with video and information and warnings and, and help, and, and is it informative? So that's critical. When they're actually prospects, and when you're working with your agent partners, for example, you need to be putting out platforms that allow you and your agent and the borrower to work together and see the property, help them buy the property, help them finance the property. And then as a lender, you even have the opportunity to influence the open house process by projecting single property site views right into the check-in table. That buyer, they're walking into that showing by themselves. A lot of times the agent can't even be there in certain scenarios because right. they can't right. walk the house with them. So right. you as a lender can actually provide a 
interactive experience right there on an iPad as they walk in on a side table in a way that maybe a couple of years ago wasn't as high of a priority. Yeah, that's a great idea. It opens up all kinds of possibilities. Nick, thank you so much for being here. How can people reach you and connect with you? Oh, great. So, of course, you can find me personally on LinkedIn, Nick oh, yeah. Belenke, but then you can find us at topofmind.com to answer all your questions about Surefire. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much again to DepthVR for connecting us. I'm really looking forward to watching your continued success now that you're inside of the Black Knight family and wish you all very, very well. I'm a big fan of Shelly Leonard and the vision that she has. And it's many people like that. It's a culture where they're really growing through an intelligent acquisition strategy. And so glad you're part of them. Great company. I'm looking forward to staying in touch with you, Nick. Appreciate it. Thank you, David. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Folks, that wraps up this week's podcast. Next week, we got Pete Paglia coming on of Homebiter. I met Pete at that conference and I invited him to come on the podcast because I'm looking at ways we can create stickiness. How can you, the letter, maybe let's think about repeat business. The mortgage industry is pathetic of all the industries out there. I don't know if we're the worst, but we've got to be near the bottom of the whole market and drawing people to stay with us. And a way to do that is up through a Homebuyer product, Homebinder. And we talked a little bit about that. Again, we're focusing a little bit on this part of the year on forward-looking strategies that you can employ in 2022. So be sure to come back next week for the Hot Topics segment. Talk about that. Special thank you to our sponsors, Finastra, CMLA, Lenders One, Accelerate Mobility, MMI, the MBA, Knowledge Coop, uh, Mortgage Collaborative, and SnapDocs. So glad to have all of you as sponsors. Thank you. And thank you, listeners, for being here, sharing this podcast with others. And uh, reach out and get a hold of Nick. You'll enjoy the conversation also getting insights into the bigger vision there. We didn't get a chance to get into all that we could have, but I think you can. He'll open up with you when you're calling him directly. So good to have you with us, everyone. Have a great week. Look forward to having you back here next week. You've been listening to Lickin on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening.